Part 11 The wind as the team got off the plane in Winnipeg hit Remus like a wall of ice. He pulled his coat tighter around himself and bent his head against the sting of snow. This is why it isn't fun, he heard Casey shout from somewhere behind him and couldn't help but laugh as he stepped onto the bus. He nodded at the driver and slung his bag from his shoulder, shoving it in one of the overhead racks before sliding into a seat near the front. Remus shivered, tugging off his coat and stuffing it between himself and the window as a barrier from the cold leaking in through the glass. He gathered his sweater over his hands and tucked one knee against his chest, watching the team load the bus. There was a lot of yawning and shuffling. Remus accepted a tired head pat from Pascal and returned a little salute from Finn before Sirius appeared up the bus steps. He was rubbing one eye, beanie low around his ears, and looking sleek in his dark grey wool coat. Remus tilted his cheek on his knee and watched Sirius's eyes find his. He blinked for a minute, then stopped walking abruptly, causing Logan to bump into his back forehead first. Qua? Logan grumbled. Sirius jolted a step forward again. Sorry. He sent Remus a smile before sliding into the seat beside James a few rows back. Coach was the last one on. He shook hands with the driver, then clapped for attention. All right, boys, sleep while you can, okay? We'll get to the hotel late, and it's a bit of a drive, and I'm making morning skate mandatory tomorrow. There were some groans, and Arthur smiled wryly before sitting back down with some of the assistant coaches. When they arrived at the hotel, it was almost two in the morning, and knowing he had to get up at five, Remus took his new room key and booked it to the elevator. He rode up with Chris and Evgeny, and once he had safely waved goodnight to them and closed the door, he stripped out of all his clothes and took his toothbrush into the bathroom. He was dead tired, but also half hoping that Sirius would show up at his door. Sure enough, he was turning his lights off and tugging a t-shirt and sweatpants on when there was a very quiet knock at his door. He smiled when he looked through the peephole. There was Sirius, looking large and looming in the fish-eyed glass, hands in his pockets and looking down the hallway both ways. Remus opened the door, and then they were quiet until it was safely shut behind them. Again, Remus said, not careful. Guess I'm bad at that, Sirius said and leaned in for a sweet kiss. I won't stay long, he said as he walked into Remus's room. I just sort of... Remus laughed as Sirius flopped on the bed on his back. He smiled and beckoned Remus closer with his socked foot. Just wanted to hang out, he said and turned on his side once Remus laid down on the bed too. Sala? Remus shrugged a tired shoulder. Yeah, tired, he laughed. Cold. I can warm you up, Sirius said, yawning and pulling Remus into his chest at the same time. He was wearing a thick lion sweatshirt, and Remus buried his nose into Sirius's chest, tucking his arms between them. Are you sleeping here? Probably shouldn't. Yeah, Sirius snorted. He sounds so convincing. Remus laughed. We do. He untucked his chin and tilted his head back to look up at Sirius. Hey. Sirius hummed questioningly and looked down at Remus, leaning in to kiss him on the corner of the mouth. I know it's been a few days, but how are you with the regulus thing? You mean have I heard anything? No, Remus said firmly, pressing a palm over Sirius's chest. I mean, how are you? Sirius sighed, pressing his lips to Remus's forehead for a moment, thinking. He rolled on his back, and Remus propped himself up on one elbow, hand resting on Sirius's chest. Sirius put his over Remus's, tangling their fingers together. My mother calls me, he said slowly. She's mad. I don't defend Regulus to the media, what they're saying about him. Bad sportsmanship, jealous. I mean, you've read everything. Remus had. He'd read everything. That's fucked up, Remus said. Really? Yeah, Sirius said quietly, eyes staring up at the ceiling, fingers idly tracing over the back of Remus's hand. I texted him. Regulus, Remus figured. He didn't respond, Sirius finished. I'm not surprised. I'm sorry. Sirius shook his head, looking at Remus, then smiling, if not a little sadly. At least I'm free for Christmas. My mother couldn't talk me down for that. We have Dumo's party. Is your family coming? Remus nodded. Yeah, they'll actually be at the last game before we break. Sirius's smile lit up. Yeah, the Rangers? Julian too? Remus laughed, heartwarming. You love Julian. Yeah, Sirius rolled his eyes. He's a good little brother. Remus pressed his hands to Sirius's chest. 
Aw, pads. No, no, it's fine, Sirius said. It's nice to have someone like that. I mean, not that he's mine to have. I'm pretty sure he would love to be yours. Sirius smiled, head tilting against the quilt. He ran his knuckles up Remus's side lightly. Just him? Remus laughed. No, you know that. Remus kissed his cheek. But seriously, what are you going to do for Christmas? Dumos. Sirius snorted, drumming patterns on Remus's back, absentmindedly. He didn't even say hello to me after we got back from break, just told me to be prepared to wear matching pajamas Christmas morning, and then walked away. Remus smiled, that sounds like Pascal. Yes, it does. Remus fiddled with the ties of Sirius's sweatshirt as they sat, just enjoying each other after a long day. Sirius was scrolling through Instagram on his phone, periodically showing something to Remus. Remus tucked his head against Sirius's neck, enjoying Sirius's fingers beneath his shirt, lightly running patterns along his back. This is funny, Luke, Sirius said sleepily. It was a video of two boys playing hockey with a water balloon, and the loser got it slapshot into his face. Remus laughed. <laughs> Looks like something Logan and Finn would come up with. Wow, yeah, it does. Sirius watched the video loop through one more time and laughed before clicking his phone off and throwing it onto the bed, pulling Remus fully on top of him. Mmm, can't move, Sirius said. Your feet are dangling off the bed. I can move, but only to the pillows. Remus snuggled closer. As long as you don't mind my alarm waking you up in... Remus opened an eye to glance blearily at the clock. He laughed sadly. Two hours... You have a game tomorrow. I can't believe I let you stay up this late. Worth it, Sirius mumbled sleepily. I'll play extra hard for you tomorrow. You'll see. Remus hummed, lifting his head and pressing a palm to Sirius's jaw to kiss him. He sucked on Sirius's lower lip, kissing him slowly. Sirius moved his hands to Remus's ass and thighs. Re, Sirius said against his lips. Do you sometimes feel like, like we've known each other for a long time? Remus smiled, settling himself more fully on top of Sirius. Yeah, I do. Sirius pushed his hands through Remus's hair. Miss you when we aren't together. Maybe that's weird after only, what is it, a few months, but... Remus shook his head. It isn't weird, he said softly. Sirius's hands smoothed down his back. His eyes were sort of wide, searching. He pressed a palm flat there, smiling a little. Your heart's beating. Sirius took a breath like he was studying himself. Fast. You've been making that happen for a while, Remus said. He hesitated, looking at Sirius, then, You know, I never really had good friends. I mean, I did, but... Sirius picked his head up a little. But? Remus cleared his throat. Just, you know, a lot of my friends were in hockey, and when I had to quit, you know, different schedules... I can't believe your coach said that, Sirius sighed. You can play. Look at you. Sirius ran his hands over Remus's arms, his back. Not too small. Remus laughed a little bitterly, swallowing hard and anxious to change the subject. I might have decided I had a point to prove. Anyway, I'm happy with where I am. Sirius patted Remus's butt lightly. Me too. Remus smiled. My point is, kissing you, being with you, it's incredible, Sirius, of course. But I'm really just... I also like... This, Sirius said, gathering Remus closer and kissing his cheek. Remus grinned and leaned down to kiss him again. Yeah, I like this too, a lot. It does feel like I've known you for a long time, and I like that. Sirius's face looked completely calm, so perfectly relaxed and happy that it made Remus's chest ache. Me too. Remus twirled a piece of Sirius's hair around his finger. We should really go to bed. Sirius bit his lip for a moment, then nodded. Okay, set your alarm. Remus made a pleased noise and pushed himself up to pull back the covers. Sirius tugged his sweatshirt over his head, then did the same for Remus. Remus laughed as Sirius hustled him beneath the covers before spooning up behind him, skin to skin. Hey, Sirius said. Hmm? Sirius pressed a kiss to the back of his neck. Come to family skate. Bring your family, parents, jewels, another kiss. And skate with me, okay? Remus tucked Sirius's hands between his own and his chest, holding them by his heart. Good night, he sing-songed. Sirius huffed out a little laugh, but tucked his face against Remus's neck and let himself drift off to sleep.
It was period two against the Jets, and Remus was back in the room with Logan, tenderly prodding at a banged-up knee. I am going to kill them. Remus raised his eyebrow. The whole team? Remus pressed his thumbs into the muscle beneath Logan's kneecap. How does that feel? Yes. Logan grumbled, running a hand through his sweaty hair and glancing up at the television playing the game. And it hurts a little. Scale? Five. Really? Logan hesitated. Six. He sighed. Seven, but can't we freeze it or something? Remus rolled his eyes. Dremsey, this isn't the playoffs. You sit out this game, see how you feel for the rest of the road trip. Simple as that. Well, what do you think? Remus went over to the fridge for an ice pack. I think it's just jammed. It won't be a big deal if you rest it. Remus nearly jumped out of his skin when Logan let out a sudden whoop. Jesus Christ, Remus said, turning. What the fuck, Trems? Logan slapped the padded examination table a few times before pointing at the television. Cap's in a fight. Cap's fighting Bolio. Holy shit. Remus jumped to stand next to Logan so he could see the TV. Sure enough, there was a close-up of Sirius's face. Remus could see his gloves on the ice behind him as he circled Bolu. Lee Jordan was talking a mile a minute on air. As we know, we don't really see Black fight all too much, so this is a bit of a treat. <laughs> that isn't to say we don't see him talk the ref's head off. Dean Thomas laughed. Oh, here we go. Bovillier slammed O'Hara into the boards pretty hard, and Black took it upon himself to retaliate. What the fuck? Logan said under his breath. How did I miss that? What? Finn? We see O'Hara being helped off the ice now, but oh, Black throws a mean punch. Sirius had the jet by the front of his jersey, holding him in place as he delivered a right hook to his jaw. Bovillier takes off Black's helmet, Dean said. But Black's got him in a headlock? Oof, I wouldn't want to be Nathan Bovillier right now. Black wrestles Bovillier down to the ice, and... And the refs are there. All right, exciting stuff here, folks. Indeed, Dean. Lee Jordan laughed. Certainly got the crowd into it. The Lions players are having a rough night for injuries, though. First Tremblay, now O'Hara. Let's hope they're all right. Remus watched as Sirius got pulled off Bullyu by the referee. He was sweaty and breathing hard, his dark hair falling over his forehead in wet strands. There was blood on his lower lip and Remus knew it would swell up soon. Remus didn't realize he had been holding his breath until his lungs burned in protest and he let it all out. A penalty was called on both teams for fighting and both players skated slowly to their penalty boxes, still spitting words at each other through the glass. Remus watched, lip pulled between his teeth as Sirius was handed his gloves and helmet back. He said something that looked nasty to Bullyu and then laughed with a little sneer on his lip at whatever was replied. Remus took a breath, watching the line of Sirius's throat as he squirted some water into his mouth, then prodded at his bloody lip. Only Logan's voice snapped him out of it. Hers, what the hell? Finn appeared in the doorway, helmet off and red hair darker from sweat. I'm good, I'm good, Finn said when Logan jumped up. Hey, Remus said, eyes still on the screen as they replayed the fight. He slapped at Logan's chest with the ice pack. Sit, Logan. Remus ran a hand over his face as they went back to the game, Pascal lining up for the face-off. Finn, you sit too. Remus went to wash his hands. I didn't see the hit. Tell me. Finn sighed as he pushed himself up onto the examination table. Might be my shoulder. Logan spluttered. That's not fine! Are you fine? Finn asked him. Yeah, Luke said it's just a jam, Logan said. Remus walked over to Finn, trying to think of anything except Sirius flicking his hair out of his eyes and wiping blood off his chin and focus on his job. All right, shoulder? Remus helped Finn remove his jersey and chest and shoulder pads. Does it hurt right now? Twinge? Ache? Can you move it? Logan said, leaning over from his own bench. Remus glanced at him, smiling a little. You want my job, Trims? Remus wasn't sure, but he thought he saw Logan flush a little. He rolled his eyes and looked back up to the television. When Remus looked back to Finn, he had a funny look on his face, fiddling with the ties on his jersey. What he said, Remus asked. Finn raised his arm above his head to demonstrate, but winced a little. I think he just knocked it around, too. I think I can go back out. Remus put one hand on Finn's jaw, keeping his head steady while he pressed gently on his neck. Anything hurt? No, Finn said. All good there. He didn't really get my head. If you get another concussion, I swear to God. Logan grumbled, eyes still on the TV. Remus was extending Finn's arm out, pushing on the joint when Logan yelled again. James had scored. They all looked to see Sirius, now out of the box, crush him in a hug, knocking their helmets together. 
A few minutes later, the buzzer went, signaling the end of the second period. All right, Tamima said. Hars, you can go back for the third. Trems, you stay put for the game. Then I think you'll be good to go. Fuck, Ree, come on. Logan groaned. Remus held his hands up with a laugh. You'll thank me later. Sucks to suck, Finn said as they stood, swatting Logan's ass with his glove. Logan shoved him, carefully avoiding his shoulder, and they walked back together to the slowly filling locker room. Remus spotted Sirius immediately. He was laughing with James in his stall. Finn and Logan made their way over to slap hands about the fight. Remus bit his lip, then followed them. Need anything, Black? Remus asked. Sirius looked up, eyes bright with adrenaline. He had stripped off his jersey and was sitting in his shoulder and chest pads. Remus pointed to his lip. All good, or did he get you? Sirius rose, even taller with his skates on still. I'd accept an ice pack. Yeah, James patted Sirius's hip. So he doesn't look like Kylie Jenner tomorrow. Remus laughed. <laughs> nice. Sirius trailed him back to the PT room. Remus let the door swing shut and retrieved a cold compress and the first aid kit. Hi, Sirius said and swung himself up onto the examination table, and his hand curved around Remus's hip, pulling him between his thighs. Like my fight? Remus narrowed his eyes playfully as he carefully dabbed an alcohol pad over Sirius's lip. His jaw was already tinting a little blue, the lip fat. Sirius laughed, then winced. Don't make me smile. I didn't do anything, Remus protested. Sirius leaned in a little, a question and an invitation. You don't have to. He smelled like cool ice and the heat of the game. Remus tilted his chin forward, their lips just brushing. Hey, Remus. The door was suddenly opening. Remus did his best to keep his face completely neutral as Sirius pulled back some, hand slipping back into his own lap. Remus was thankful to every god there was for the alcohol pad in his hand, a perfectly good reason for him to be standing between Sirius's thighs. Yeah? Remus said, turning to see Thomas standing there. Hey, you got any icy hot in here? Thomas smiled at Sirius, holding his fist out. Sick out there, Cap. Sirius bumped it. Good hits on Wheeler. Let's take em, eh? You know it. Walker hit his fist against his palm, then looked at Remus. Loops. Uh, Remus blinked, still reeling from the fact that Walker had almost walked in on them. I see hot, Thomas repeated. Yes, Remus snapped his fingers. Yes, no, that's fine. Here, over here. Remus picked a few out of one of his bags. Anything I should know about? Nah, just sore. Thanks, bud. See you out there, Cap. Sirius gave a little nod, tearing the alcohol pad packet up into little strips. After the door closed, Remus and Sirius sat there and stared at each other for a few minutes. Sirius had a funny look on his face. Remus passed a hand through his hair. Right, he sighed. Okay, well, that's how easy it would be. There we go. Sirius nodded slowly. Yeah. He was still tearing the packet up. Yeah. Remus walked over and put his hands over Sirius's, stilling them. Sirius let out a breath, still refusing to look up. We, Remus began, then sighed, pressing a quick, hard kiss to Sirius's forehead. We knew this was going to be... Hard, Sirius said, voice sounding rough. I know. Remus raised his hand again, passing the alcohol over the cut before wrapping a towel around the cold pack. He went to raise it to Sirius's mouth, but Sirius took it out of his hand. Remus tried not to let anything show on his face. I'm sorry I haven't been being careful, Sirius said quietly. For either of us. Maybe it wouldn't be as big of a deal as you think, Remus ventured timidly. Sirius looked at him then. His eyes were hard and sad. You know that isn't true. Remus opened his mouth, but Sirius pushed on. I know what it's like to get criticism for something that shouldn't be criticized. My parents do it, and if they do it, then certainly strangers will. If I give them an inch, if I let anyone in, they will take me apart. Remus stared at him. Sirius clenched his teeth together as if he hadn't meant to say that much and looked down again. I won't let them. Remus could barely breathe. He reached out hesitantly for Sirius's cheek. Sirius. But Sirius pushed himself down from the table, turning away, shoulders tight. I, um, it's okay, Remus said faintly. We should talk later. You have the game. Good luck. But Sirius was already pushing out the door and back to the locker room. Remus pressed his hands to the table, nails digging into the rubber cushion. He felt shaky and lightheaded. There were times when he forgot how much pain Sirius had been through, when he forgot just how good Sirius was at hiding it. They lost against the Jets, then again in Edmonton. 
They pulled through in Calgary, but just barely, and Coach was furious, asking what happened. Sirius was off, and Remus could see the other boys noticing. Sirius was normal to him in the locker room, if not a little reserved, but he was like that to everyone right now. Sirius still texted him good morning and good night. He had called him the night of their... Remus didn't know if he would call it a fight, but he'd called to say sorry for storming out. Remus had barely even let him apologize. Sirius still texted little hearts and hockey emojis, sometimes random pictures of himself stretching, but Remus could tell he was spooked from doing anything while they were on the road. Remus knew he had a right to be, but he missed Sirius's warmth. He missed his laugh. He hated seeing Sirius's frustration on the ice and the bench. The locker room had been quiet after Sirius had smashed his stick on the ice in the second period against Calgary. Hothead Sirius Black, the news kept repeating, always wondering, always asking if Sirius would crack under the pressure. Youngest captain, best player, back from an injury, snakes rivalry, and the list went on. There was so much they didn't know, abusive family, not allowed to love who he wanted to, the weight of the world. Remus threw his things down on his bed in Vancouver, rubbing his eyes all over his face. It was a little after six, and all he wanted to do was order dinner and go to sleep. Well, he wanted to see Sirius, but he would wait until they were home. He would wait and then kiss Sirius senseless and let him know that Remus was still here for him, as best he could. Remus was halfway through his lasagna and an episode of Criminal Minds when there was a quiet knock at his door. Remus's heart slammed into overdrive and he all but spilled his plate all over the white bedsheets in his haste to get up. Sirius was waiting on the other side of the door, looking small and unsure. Remus stepped aside wordlessly, knowing he wouldn't want to talk in the hallway. Remus leaned against the closed door. He waited for Sirius to speak, but he only stood there, opening and closing his mouth a few times. Remus pushed forward, pressing his hands gently to Sirius's chest. Hi, baby. All the tension seemed to melt from Sirius's body. I'm sorry, he whispered. Re I'm so sorry. This is exactly what I didn't want you to feel like. I'm so sorry. Shh, Remus hushed. Sirius, I've already told you, you don't have anything to be sorry about. Sirius made a protesting noise, but Remus stopped him short with a kiss. Of course you're worried about it. Walker almost saw us. It was... it was sudden. I get it if you want out, Sirius whispered. Remus started back. I want out? Sirius's face looked pained. Sirius, did you forget what I said to you the other night? Remus wasn't mad exactly, but he was a little hurt. He grabbed Sirius's face, thumbs rubbing across his cheeks. Sirius, come on, I... Sirius's hands wrapped around Remus's wrists. His hands were a little red and he closed them, like he was holding everything back. Sirius, let go. Let go with me. I'm here for you. I... I really... You're my... Sirius's fingers tightened around Remus's wrist. I said that, but I didn't mean I wanted you to go. I'm not going. I don't want you to go. I'm not, Sirius said quickly, voice no louder than a whisper. Remus shook his head. Then what are we even talking about? I want you. I told you I knew we would have to be behind closed doors. I told you the very first day. Sirius nodded. I, yeah. So? Remus smoothed his hands down Sirius's neck to his shoulders. He shook his head. I went in thinking we weren't going to see each other too much on the road trips. What we've done so far, maybe we got away with it a little as a way to ease us into it all. Hiding, you mean, Sirius said. Yes, Remus nodded. Do I wish we didn't have to hide? Of course. But do I understand why you don't want this plastered over every tabloid and blog? Of course. But you don't have to hide with me. Tell me what I can do, please. I don't know, Sirius said quietly. I don't know. I just wish... Sirius groaned, taking Remus's face between his hands. I want to talk about you. Tell people how much I like you. I want to take you out. I want to kiss you on the bench. I want to take you to family skate and I want to hold your hand. Remus stared up at him, heart pounding. Me too. I want that. And I hate, I can't stand myself because I'm scared of what other people, people I don't even know, might think. 
Because part of me thinks that if I tell the world I want you, a boy, then they won't give a shit how good my hockey is, something that means so much to me. Remus shook his head, trying to calm him. I know, Pads, I understand. But you mean so much, and hockey's just a fucking, a fucking ball and stick. No, it isn't, Remus said firmly. It's not. Hockey's love, too. For your team, for the way you feel when you score, for the cup, for the fans, for the rivalry, for the competition. Sirius, you're allowed to love more than one thing at a time. I mean, Remus flushed, realizing what he'd said. Not that you, you love me, but... Sirius kissed him, slow and deep as if he was trying to press Remus into himself. When he pulled away, he pressed their foreheads together. Maybe I'm just not brave. Bullshit, Remus said quietly. You're the bravest person I know. Sirius kissed one of Remus's cheeks, then the other. Remus's heart flipped. I'm sorry I ran out, Sirius said, and I'm sorry I didn't come see you. We're, we're allowed to be friends, too, no? Remus smiled, wrapping his arms around Sirius's neck. How jealous would you be if I told you that I played video games with Casey and Thomas the other night? Sirius made a pained noise and pressed his face into Remus's neck while Remus laughed. So jealous, Sirius whispered, kissing Remus's jaw in a quick series of pecks. So very jealous. You'll have to come next time. I'll have to play the whole time to keep my hands off you. Remus laughed again, holding Sirius tighter. We'll work it out, okay? We will. Sirius nodded against Remus's shoulder, then pulled back for a softer kiss. We will. Pascal's Christmas party was set to be held the day after the last game before break, tonight at 7 o'clock and the day before family skate. Remus's family were going to fly in for the last game, and Pascal had waved him off when Remus said he might only be able to stay a little while at the party because his family was here for the holidays. Remus, Pascal wrapped an arm around his shoulder. So many families are coming. Logan's, baby rookie Leo's, bring yours. They are welcome. And so that's how Remus ended up shuffling his feet in the airport, looking for the familiar faces of his parents and Julian as they got off the plane, looking forward to Julian's face when he told him they were all going over to Pascal Dumay's house, where the entire team would be waiting. His phone buzzed in his pocket and Remus pulled it out. It was a picture of Logan laying sideways on what looked like a pull-out couch, giving the camera the finger. Dumo made him give me his bed. Remus grinned, typing back, the things we do for our captain. He had just received a string of hearts when Remus heard his name being shrieked. Remus! Remus looked up to see Julian bounding towards him, backpack bouncing on his back. He was only just ready in time for Julian to launch himself at him in a bear hug. Jeez, Jules, did you grow six feet since Thanksgiving? Remus squeezed his little brother hard, making him laugh before setting him down and putting a hand on top of his head. I swear you did. I don't know, Julian said, did I? Remus, baby! Remus looked up to see his parents approaching with their suitcases, his dad handling Julian's. Hi, Mom, Remus smiled, letting her wrap him up in a tight hug. Hope you guys aren't too tired for the game tonight. No, no, no. Julian patted the lion's hat he was already wearing. I'm not, I promise I'm not. Remus's dad laughed. I shouldn't think so, you snoozed the whole flight. Remus walked with them to the rental car buildings and sat in the back with Julian for the ride to his apartment, listening to every story about his hockey team that Julian could think of. They got back into the heart of Gryffindor with about an hour to spare before Remus had to leave for the stadium and about four hours before his family did. Are you sure you don't want me to drive you, Ree? His dad offered. No, dad, it's okay. Remus cleared his throat. Um, Sirius is actually picking me up. Sirius? His dad repeated in surprise. What? Julian said, his mouth hanging open. Sirius, his dad said slowly. Sirius Black? Uh, yep, Remus said. The captain of the Gryffindor Lions gives you rides to games. Remus tried to laugh casually. <laughs> We're friends. Please, Julian whispered. Then he was up on his feet and hanging onto Remus's arm. Please let me come. Jules, I'm working. Please. Remus laughed. Hey, listen, how about you come back to the locker room after the game again instead? All right? Are you sure that's okay, sweetheart? Remus nodded at his mother. Of course. Sirius would... Sirius would love it. Remus felt a sudden flash of what it would be like to talk to his parents about Sirius, about Sirius and him. It felt good, really good. 
Remus couldn't say no to letting Julian come with him out to the parking lot, their mom in tow, when Sirius texted him that he was here. Sirius had a beanie on, fingers drumming on the steering wheel to whatever song was playing, but when he saw them come out, he broke into a smile and rolled the window down as Julian bounded ahead towards the car, all shyness from their last meeting gone. Hi, Sirius, Julian said, fingers curling over the edge of the window. Hi. Hey, how's it going, bud? Sirius offered his gloved hand for a fist bump. Coming through the game, eh? Excited for Christmas. You're gonna take down the rangers, I know it, Julian grinned. And yeah, I am. Well, I'll see you at the Christmas party too, right? Julian turned wide eyes at Remus. Party? Remus laughed, rolling his eyes. Way to blow the surprise, Black. Sirius's smile dropped. Shit, or, uh, fuck, no, mon dieu, I'm so sorry. He looked guiltily at Remus's mother. I'm sorry, Mrs. Lupin. Hope laughed, waving him off with a little blush on her cheeks. No, don't worry. We're a hockey family. He's heard all those words before. Then she fixed Julian with a stern look. And he knows not to use them. Julian nodded quickly. Okay, okay, Remus said, waving to his mother and ruffling Julian's hair. See you guys after. Call me if you need anything, okay? Sirius waved as he pulled out, and the second they were out on the road, Remus cracked up. Sirius sent him wide, sad eyes. I'm sorry, Re. Fuck. Both of your faces. Oh my god. Remus reached over and squeezed Sirius's thigh. Also, I think I broke my father when I told him you were picking me up. Sirius smiled, glancing over from the road. Hey, I'm glad you're coming to the party. I'm excited. They're excited too. How is it at Pascal's? You moved in early. Celeste insisted. She said the holidays start when they start playing holiday music at the rink. So? Sirius shrugged. Here I am. They pulled into the Hogwarts parking lot, Sirius stopping at the gate to sign some jerseys for fans waiting there. A few recognized Remus from the bench and said hello. Remus waved slightly awkwardly back. Your famous loops. Sirius laughed as he pulled into a spot and shoved the car into park. Fuck off. Remus shoved his shoulder and Sirius snorted. Remus pressed his hand over Sirius's, inching his fingers under the cuff of his suit to stroke the soft inside of his wrist. Good luck, all right? No fighting when I'm not allowed to kiss it better. Sirius's smile was radiant and he leaned down below the cusp of the back seats and kissed Remus's palm gently. He looked up at him, eyes soft. Manu. Remus's heart stuttered. What? he asked faintly. Sirius smiled, squeezing Remus's hand. Manu, my wolf. It's perfect, no? Like loops, but my own. Remus took a long, slow breath. God, you're making it so hard not to kiss you right now. Sirius glanced out the back window. The player's garage looked empty. Then do it. Remus glanced too, making sure there was really no one in sight, and then curled a hand behind Sirius's head and pulled him in, kissing him hard. Mon loup, Sirius said, lightly biting Remus's lower lip. Mon choupinet. What's that? Remus whispered, kissing Sirius again, licking into his mouth. Sirius pressed a hand to Remus's knee, smoothing it up his inner thigh. Hmm, don't know translation. Remus cut him off with another kiss, straining over the center console. My darling, Sirius gasped. Maybe that works. Remus felt as if he hadn't kissed Sirius in years. He felt hot with it, a burning, simmering low in his stomach. Sirius's hand smoothed back to his knee, a safer distance, really, and he pulled back with a shaky laugh. Okay, we should go in if you don't want me to take you in the back seat. Remus groaned and thunked his head against the seat. Yeah, yeah, all right, here we go. Sirius laughed and squeezed his thigh before getting out of the car. Remus took another breath. Here we go. He followed. Gryffindor. Frank Longbottom's voice boomed in the Hogwarts Stadium, drawing out the words. For the last time in 2019, you're Gryffindor Lions. The crowd went wild as the Lions skated onto the ice one by one. The Rangers came out more quietly, keeping to their side of the rink. Remus liked the Rangers. They didn't play dirty, and they were one of the best teams in the league this year, so beating them would mean something. Sirius was out in the center already, tracing the Lions' logo with the puck. Remus could see phones pressed up to the glass, like always, filming him. Logan was over by the glass, talking and miming to a boy, who had a sign that said, Hey, Tremsey, I'll trade you candy for your stick. 
The boy wore a too-big Tremblay jersey that fell to his knees and a lion's hat on backwards. Logan shuffled back and forth on his skates for a minute, pretending to think about it, before tapping the glass, signaling he'd rather have the Reese's than the sour strips. It took a few tries, but the boy finally got the packet over the glass, Logan smiling as he refused to let his dad help. Logan then lofted his stick over the glass easily. He gave a thumbs up and bent for a quick selfie before skating away. James made an awing noise. There's no doubt the cameras caught that kid's smile. Coach gave him a hard pat on the shoulder pad. That'll be your kid at the glass soon, eh, Potts? Oh, I can't talk about it. I'll cry. James laughed, then looked down with a smile like he really was choking up. Remus jostled his helmet and James looked back at him with a grin. Lil says hi, by the way. She's here tonight. Guess we don't have a secret now. Make sure she comes back to the room, Remus said happily. Hey, are your parents here too? Not for the game, but they're coming for the holidays. My father is incapable of passing up a chance to see Pascal Dumay, James said as he jumped over the boards to skate a few laps and do the wraparound shoot on Casey, who was in goal tonight. Finn was leaning on the boards, helmet off and talking closely with Leo, who was sitting on the bench, ready just in case. Logan skated by and smacked Finn hard on the ass with his stick, making Finn shout and drawing him away to chase after him. Leo raised an eyebrow. And that's going to be all over the internet, James sighed with a laugh. All right, blue Gatorade loops, remember. How could I forget, Remus said wryly. Remus's eyes found Sirius again. He was laughing with one of the referee's nose scrunched up. Remus smiled softly at the sight. What's with the face? Leo asked. Remus glanced at him. Just, I don't know, he cleared his throat. Things have been rough with Cap lately. He feels better now, eh? Leo nodded slowly, glancing at Sirius, then back at Remus. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. How are you, Nut? I haven't seen much of you, which I guess is a good thing. Um, you know. He gestured around him, fiddling with his blocker. This is insane. I didn't... I didn't know it would be like this. No one tells you. Leo grinned, his accent dipping and dragging lightly. Remus smiled, biting back the heavy feeling in his chest. You're definitely living the dream. Bonne chance, mes amis, Sirius said as he stopped hard in front of the boards for the national anthem, throwing one leg over then the other in front of Remus. Let's take these blue boys downtown, eh? What a pep talk, James said, and Sirius shoved him. The lights went down for the anthem, and Remus bowed his head along with the boys, smiling just a little as he thought of Julian in the stands. Are you ready? Frank said, and the lights came up. Remus raised his head, and for a split second, he caught Sirius's eye. Sirius smiled. Okay, he said, because he couldn't say more. But Remus knew what he meant. Okay? Remus nodded. Go get him. Sirius skated out for the first face-off against Mika Sabanijab. They nodded at the ref, then bent over, sticks ready. Remus watched Sirius's eyes go completely focused, a steely gray. The puck dropped. Sirius won the face-off much to the pleasure of the crowd and stole it backwards into his own zone, floating for a minute before snapping it to Finn. Finn darted around Strome before passing it back to Sergei when D'Angelo was on top of him. Hey, hey! Remus could hear Sirius shout calling for the puck as he wrapped around the edge of the rink, outskating Panarin to get to the zone. He tapped his stick hard on the ice twice to get Sergei's attention, then checked Kreider with a shove of his arm, pinning him against the boards at the exact moment. Sergei shot the puck back towards him. Sirius caught it beautifully, taking off towards Georgiev in the crease. He deked around Stromi, and the goal horn lit up. Logan stood hollering, 30 seconds in, baby! He pounded the boards with his glove. Fuck yeah, number 12. Remus's head snapped towards him, towards Logan calling Sirius baby. Well, not in so many words, he guessed. There was still a strange flame in his heart hearing that word from someone else. Sirius raised his gloves and stick for the goal, letting James and Finn slam into him in celebration. Sirius skated by the bench for fist bumps before swinging over the boards. Remus reached forwards and pressed a hand to his shoulder, letting his thumb brush the back of his neck. Nice one, Captain, he said over the crowd and felt Sirius tense, then relax. Sirius turned and flashed him the brightest of grins. The Lions' next score was a power play goal with two minutes left in the first period. Remus could practically hear Frank and Marlene talking up Sirius being put on the power play with two of the Cubs, Logan and Finn. It was Logan's slap shot fed by Sirius around Brendan Lemieux, only just getting it past him before Lemieux slammed Sirius into the boards. Remus only just had time to wince before Logan's shot went bar down over Georgiev's glove hand. 
Finn got there first, slamming into Logan at full force, knocking their helmets together, his glove around the back of Logan's neck. The lions were up two to one by the time they were walking back down the tunnel for the first intermission. Black, Coach said, motioning him over with two fingers. You up for an interview with Skeets? Reader Skeeter was standing there looking all too pleased and excited. Um, Sirius dumped his gloves into the drying bin with a sigh. Yeah, yeah, all right. Remus suppressed a smile as he watched Sirius take off his helmet. He bit his lip when he pushed his hair back from his face and went to stand warily opposite of Rita. So, Sirius, she said with delight, your baby brother has been quite vocal recently. Any further response? Remus's smile dropped from his face. He knew Sirius had been dealing with this. He just hoped it would have stopped by now, become old news. He watched Sirius take a breath. Did you mean, Sirius said with a small, tight smile, Sirius, how do you feel about tonight's power play? Rita's grin faltered. Oh, um, well, because, Rita, Sirius propped his hands on the top of his stick. I felt great about it. I thought the boys were strong and communicating out there. I like our chances in this game. Sirius walked off and out of the lights. James and some of the team who were watching snorted, hitting each other in silent amazement. James gave a loud whoop before following Sirius back towards the locker room. Rita, to her credit, had taken it well and handed it back to Dean and Lee smoothly. Remus wanted to kiss Sirius so bad it made his head hurt. The locker room was rowdy with their goals and Sirius's interview, talking themselves up and ready for a win. Remus had texted his dad above their seats and received a short video of Julian going insane after Sirius's goal. He copied it and sent it to Sirius for him to look at later. Leo was standing over Logan, who was looking at him from where he was leaning against his stall. He had a small smile on his face as he wrapped some tape around a jammed finger. Leo said something that made him laugh and kick at Leo's shin with his foot. Yo, loops, Finn said, slapping a hand on his shoulder. We're out of tape. Got any way for me? Yeah, uh, give me two seconds. Thanks, man. For sure. Remus smiled. He took one last look at Sirius, stripped down to his pads, and sweaty with a towel around his neck. It was a sight he wasn't keen on missing, but he wasn't being paid to stare. He held the door open for Coach, reading to get the boys back on the ice for the second on his way back with Finn's tape, then made his way back to the rink, where the crowds were settling back into their seats. He looked up at the big screen to see that they were playing some pre-recorded video that the media team had done with the boys. They had various facts up on the screen, and some of the boys had to guess who it was about. Right then, the fact was, who has a vintage hockey equipment collection? They showed James first, glasses on and squinting at the camera. I don't... James's voice and laugh echoed through the stadium. Who the hell would... Is it Vans? Is it Sergey? James looked behind the camera for the answer, but then they cut to Finn and Leo being interviewed together. Leo was chewing on his lip and Finn looked up thinking. That sounds like a Sergey move. Finn mumbled. Or Sonny. Leo said. Is it Henrik Sunfist? Oh, good one, Nut. Is it Sunshine? The camera cut to Logan, who was smirking. I think I have an unfair advantage to this question. That rose a response out of the crowd. It was a dead giveaway. Huh, Remus said to Coach, I didn't know that about Dumo. It's an incredible collection, Coach responded excitedly. Fascinating to see, really. I know he'd give you a tour if you asked, maybe at Christmas. They showed a few more players, Avenji jokingly saying Jackson, Timmy actually guessing Pascal, before they showed Pascal with a wide grin on his face. Yes, that's me. One person guesses me, Pascal laughed, making a tisking noise. Well, Logan doesn't count. There were a few more shots of the boys who hadn't guessed Pascal kicking themselves, and then the screen was back to pumping up the crowd with countdowns and replays of the first period. The boys skated back out for the second where the Rangers pulled up 3-2, a lead that they were able to keep until 10 minutes into the third. Sirius was on the bench and Pascal's line went out. Remus could hear Pascal call to Logan for the puck. The pass connected and then Logan was flying back up the ice. Pascal's pass was intercepted by Panarin, who darted around both Sergei and Thomas Walker's defense line. Remus could tell that he was lining up for a one-timer when Casey shot out of the goal in an insane poke check, jabbing the puck right from under his nose. Oh, Sirius shouted, rising from the bench and hitting James. Nice one, Case. Finn nudged Leo. You should start poke checking, Nut. Leo smiled wryly. Oh, I can poke check. Finn got a dreamy sort of expression on his face for a moment, but then Sirius was turning towards Remus, hitting his glove against Remus's stomach a few times. 
iPad, 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 please. Remus snorted, getting a kick in his chest from the secret feeling look. Sirius shot him in thanks as he took the iPad and scrolled through the shifts. Logan heaved himself over the boards, sweaty and panting, and sat down on the bench beside Finn, who tapped their helmets together. Good shift, Lo. Sirius leaned back and hit Logan softly in the back of the helmet. Yeah, bud, good speed. Then he leaned over to James. Potts, all right, see where Stromy went here. We should have you following up. Remus watched the third line, centered by Avenji, tear out onto the ice. Avenji and Jackson were two of their strongest players together. They could read each other almost as well as Sirius and James could, and Remus watched as they hustled the puck back into the Rangers' zone. It happened fast. Jackson shot to Avenji, Avenji to Evan, then back to Jackson. Jackson slapped it to where Avenji was waiting by the net, and Avenji tipped it in. 3-3. Nice goonie, Sirius said as the line skated by the bench for glove taps. Ah, the boy Nado. Pascal got a wraparound goal at two minutes and the game was over. Neat and encouraging. You know, you always want to go into the new year with the W, and I think that's exactly what was motivating us tonight, Sirius said to the reporters gathered around his stall after the game. He was yet unshowered, sweaty towel wrapped around his neck, and his lucky, sweat-stained hat on backwards to keep his hair from dripping into his face. Yeah, I'm just proud of the boys, and I think this is really, you know, a really good way to take some time off. Well deserved. Any special plans for the holidays, Sirius? Sirius minutely raised an eyebrow at the thinly veiled question. Then his eyes darted towards Remus. He looked at him for just a second, but Remus felt it to his very core. Sirius smiled. It was small and rare to the press. Remus heard about 20 cameras go off at once. Yeah, Sirius said. Any time I get to spend with my friends and family is special. And the team's annual Christmas party? That's at Dumo's house, yeah? Sirius looked at the reporter. What? You're planning on crashing? Sirius smiled again at the laughs it raised from the crowd. Remus saw Finn and Logan shoot a surprised look at each other. The captain was in a good mood. Yeah, for sure, Sirius said, waving away the laughs. Looking forward to it. All right. Marlene stepped in, motioning the press towards the door. That's all, folks. Thanks a lot. Remus watched for a second, and then suddenly there was a hand covering his eyes and a voice in his ear. Guess who? It said. Remus grinned. Lils. He turned around, eyes instantly widening. Holy shit, Lily, look at you. You like? Lily laughed, turning to the side and running her hand over her baby bump. Isn't he cute? He already looks good in a jersey. Lily tapped the A for assistant captain on her Potter jersey she was wearing. You look incredible. Remus pulled her in for a tight hug, then pulled back to stare down at the bump. I mean, I know I've seen you over FaceTime and everything, but this is something else. Lily Evans. Pascal walked up to stand beside Remus. He was sweaty still and careful about leaning in to press a kiss to both of Lily's cheeks. Mon cher. Pascal, Lily beamed. You better get Celeste to tell me all her tips and tricks. Pascal laughed. The trick is love and kindness. I know you already are overflowing in that. Also, the occasional candy bribe. Remus laughed. I think that still works on some of these guys. Facts. Finn said, walking by to the showers, naked. Sup, Lils? Nice ass, O'Hara, Lily said. Hey, you can't say that. James appeared, wrapping an arm around Lily. Hi, babe. Good game, lover, Lily said, leaning up for a quick kiss. Our boy's a good luck charm. If you can't come to every single game, I'd be careful what you say, Sirius called from his stall, untaping his socks. He balled up the tape and chucked it in their direction. Hey, loops, où est ta famille? Oh, Remus smiled slowly. I just have to go get them. They were down the hall, waiting excitedly, guest passes hung around their necks. Hey guys, Remus said, ready? Fantastic game, bud, Lyle said. What a zinger at the end there, eh? Yeah, we've really been pulling through lately, Remus grinned. His chest always warmed when his parents insisted on congratulating him on a game, as if he'd played. Oh, why don't you just take Julian in, sweetheart? His mother said. Remus raised an eyebrow. You sure? Yes, of course. He really loves the locker room, and we'll just see everyone at the party, won't we, dear? Remus's father nodded. Jewels might explode if you don't go soon, so... Remus laughed. Well, all right. Come on, you little monster. I'm not. Julian laughed, and Remus wrestled him into a headlock before opening the locker room door for him. Whoa-ho! 
James said from where he was standing by the door with Lily. The captain's back. He held his fist out for a bump. Hey, man. Hi, Potts, Julian said a little quietly, but he was smiling. Then his eyes shifted somewhere behind him, and he hit Remus's side a few times. Re, re, re. What? Remus followed his gaze to see that Logan and Leo seemed to be having some sort of mock boxing match, with nothing but their towels and gloves on. Yep, Remus said, if you're going to ask me to explain what they're doing, I have no idea. Julian seemed entranced, though, and Remus laughed and shuffled him out of the way of some of the other players heading to the showers. Pascal, throwing his dirty jersey in the laundry bin in the center of the room, stopped when he saw Remus. What is this? Remus, you didn't tell me you had a twin? Dumo, Remus heard Julian whisper. Pascal laughed and bent in front of Julian. Bonsoir, what's your name? Julien? Julien? Est-ce que tu parles français, Julien? Julian shook his head vigorously. No, sorry. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. I bet you play hockey though, no? Yeah, yeah, I'm a center. Ah, like me, like our captain. Pascal poked the C on Julian's jersey. Are you in need of more jerseys, Julian? I ear this player number 12 is old news. Julian looked at once excited by the mention of jerseys and vastly offended at the insult to Sirius. Well, I don't know about that. Julian's head whipped around to where Sirius was standing. What's up, Jules? Sirius said. Remus had to carefully control his face at Sirius calling Julian by his nickname. He pressed a hand to the top of Julian's head, glad for the excuse to beam at Sirius. Hi, Pads, Julian said, sounding a little like his father's prediction might have been right that Julian might combust from happiness. Finn walked behind Sirius from the showers, did a double take, and froze, staring at Julian with just as much awe as Julian was staring at him. Remus, Finn said slowly, do you have a child? What? Remus laughed. No, Harz. This is my brother. This is Julian, Sirius said. Jules, this is Harzy. I know. Julian had his jersey sleeves gathered in his hands. Wow, I am so glad I'm wearing a towel, Finn said almost to himself before very seriously holding out a fist for Julian to bump. Mr. Lupin? Julian laughed and met his fist. Finn pretended to wince and shake his hand out, smiling with a wink as he walked away. All right, Jules, we should let everyone get dressed, eh? Hey, 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 hang on a second. Sirius went to his locker and pulled out the sweatshirt he usually cooled down in, throwing it on. Got to have my good luck charm for my cool down, eh? And that's how Remus ended up watching from the gym doorway as Sirius talked to his baby brother, asking him any and every question as he stretched, and Julian imitating any move he made. James appeared at Remus's shoulder while Sirius and Julian were both seated on the ground, touching their toes. He totally has a girlfriend, James whispered. What makes you say that? No offense to your brother, but a sudden interest in kids? When did that happen? Trust me, he's got baby fever. I'd know. When I found out Lily was pregnant, suddenly I had to say hello to every baby I saw. Like, every baby. Remus laughed. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just, James sighed, I don't understand why he wouldn't tell me. I mean, I'm so happy that he's happy. And I can tell, you know, only he always denies it, and that's just, I don't know. Remus looked down at his hands. He didn't know what to say, couldn't conjure the words. Hopefully he brings her to Dumos, eh? Yeah, Remus choked out. Yeah, for sure. Remus showed up at Pascal's house with his family a little late. His mother had been slow getting ready, a little nervous, but then his father had misplaced the car keys. Julian had been a puddle of longing in the living room until they had turned out onto the road, finally. Remus closed his car door, heart pounding, and he didn't really know why. All good? His dad held up the bottle of wine they had brought with a grin. All good? They walked up the path, then Remus knocked on the door. Remus. Celeste greeted them with Katie on her hip. She looked elegant in her green, long-sleeved dress. Mr. and Mrs. Lupin, bonsoir, please come in. Hi, Celeste, Remus said, accepting a kiss on both cheeks. Yo, loops! Remus jumped a little. Ah, uh, hi, Trems. Trems waved vigorously at him from the sliver of the living room he could see, and Leo sent him an apologetic look. Celeste laughed. We are all well into the night, you might say. She leaned in. A little tipsy, no? Except for me, 
Lily walked up and wrapped her arms around Remus. I'm living through James, she smiled. I hope. Hi, Lyle. Good to see you again. Hey, Julian. Julian was quickly commandeered by the other children, a charge led by the Dume kids. Apparently, there was a pickup game going on in the basement somewhere. Oh, I want one of him, Lily sighed happily before following his parents, who were whisked away by Celeste to the kitchen for drinks, and Remus found himself suddenly alone in the entryway, hanging up their coats. Hi. Remus looked up as he closed the closet door. Sirius was standing there, leaning against the doorway with his ankles crossed. He was wearing a forest green sweater, nothing like anything Remus had ever seen him wear before, and dark jeans with white Adidas on. His hair was fluffy, no doubt from having been wet in the snow earlier, and with no hat to hold it down, it curled around his ears and over his forehead sweetly. He looked soft in the yellow lights and warm. Remus hadn't kissed him, hadn't so much as touched him in the days since his parents arrived. It was only two days, but the sight of him sent a small shiver through him. Hi, Remus said faintly. He walked the few steps between them and stood close to Sirius, out of sight from the inner rooms. Good break so far. Yeah, it's nice to have Jules around again. You? Sirius nodded. Dumo's kids are sweet. Logan, not so sweet. Remus laughed and so did Sirius. <laughs> Lots of video games, Sirius finished. A good break, but... Remus heard the I miss you without him having to say it. It was a text he received every morning and every night. Did I miss Jules? Oh, you'll see him. He'll come looking for you soon enough once he wonders why he's playing with a bunch of kids when Sirius Black and Logan Tremblay are upstairs. Also at family skateway? Sirius asked. Remus nodded, then took a breath, glancing into the living room for a moment. I have something for you. Sirius's eyebrows went up. Where? Hmm, a Christmas gift. Is this something I get while we are alone? Sirius asked, voice low. Remus snorted. Well, this one comes in a box. But you can have that too, I assure you. Sirius grinned. I have something for you too. Yeah? It's in a box too, but I'd be more than happy to follow it up with something else. Sirius reached out, fingers pinching the hem of Remus's grey sweater softly. Will you find me upstairs later? An hour, maybe? Give people time to drink a bit more? Remus glanced around the room. Pads, we almost got caught. Remember how you felt then? Are you sure? Sirius gave his head a small shake. It's just a present. Besides, I need you. Remus let out a breath. This felt like both the best and the worst place to be meeting alone. Everyone here was their friend, their family, but that worked against them just as much as it worked for them. Remus thought of his unsuspecting parents in the other room. He thought of his own bed, which felt too large now that he had become used to Sirius in it. Hmm, I'll kiss you in an hour, he said. You'd better. Remus wandered into the kitchen for a drink while Sirius went back into the living room. He wasn't just here for Sirius, even if that was what it felt like. He liked seeing the rest of the boys outside of work. Leo and Logan were there, Leo trying to dissuade Logan from another glass of wine, and Logan trying to persuade Leo into one more. Letting loose, eh, Trims? Remus laughed as he poured himself some. It is Christmas, Logan said. C'est Noël. What? A girl turned around from where she had been talking to Thomas, who looked like he was sweating. Not you, Logan said, pressing his palm to the girl's face, who punched him in the arm in return. Ow! Remus raised an eyebrow and Logan waved him off. My sister. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, there's two others around here somewhere. Logan cut off sharply, his face froze for a moment, and went sort of blank. For a second, Remus worried it was something to do with the alcohol, but then he realized that Logan was staring at something behind him. Remus turned around and was a little bewildered when all he saw was Finn, having just arrived. He was smiling and holding hands with the girl. Hey, guys, he said. Hey, Harzi, Remus said, then glanced at the girl. Oh, this, um, this is June. June waved, revealing a bright smile. Her curly hair was piled on top of her head, and the white sweater she was wearing set off her tanned skin nicely. Remus held out his hand. Remus. Nice to meet you, she said. Remus watched her glance at Logan and Leo. What's up, Leo? Hey, June. Leo smiled, but it looked a little tight. Good to see you again. What? Logan said faintly. Then he flushed, like he hadn't meant to say it. Lo. Finn said, sounding a little nervous, actually. Um, yeah, this is June. I hoped you guys would meet earlier, but 
You haven't been around to me in Nut's place in a while, so... Logan stared for long enough that Remus had just begun to feel awkward, and then said a faint, Hi. Man, Lo. Leo laughed, and it sounded loud in the small space. Had a bit too much wine. All right, let's all go to the living room. He smiled brightly at June. You can meet the rest of the boys. Let's go, y'all. Excuse me, Logan said. He set his glass down hard and disappeared through the door leading into the basement, to his room. They hovered there for a moment, unsure of what had just happened. I'll go make sure he's... Leo began vaguely. He's had a lot to drink. He finished looking more at Finn. Yeah, Finn said, face looking pale and conflicted. He turned back to June when Leo followed Logan down to his room. Come on, Jay. I want you to meet Lily. Also, hopefully Cap's around here somewhere. He's in the living room, Remus offered, still glancing at the basement door. They turned and Remus only just heard June say something along the lines of, Was that him? Remus went to find Sirius, maybe a little early. The walk up the staircase felt like deja vu, like when he had gone looking for the bathroom at Sirius's house on Halloween. Only this time, he was looking for what he found that time, and Sirius would be looking for him. He found the guest bedroom where he and Sirius had first kissed, where he had first felt Sirius in his arms. He brushed his hands over the quilted bedspread before going to the window. The snow was illuminated in the street lamps. The mulled wine and cider wafted up from the kitchen along with laughter. It felt like Christmas. Looks like we're both early. Sirius's voice came from behind him. Remus smiled and turned around. Sirius was in the doorway, turning the lock on the door behind his back. Why were you upstairs? Remus asked on Halloween, when you found me in your room. I saw you go upstairs, Sirius said simply. And then he walked forward. He pressed into Remus's space, hands moving to his hips. I would have done anything to be alone with you back then, including following you upstairs in my own house where I knew where the downstairs bathroom was. Remus laughed, winding his arms around Sirius's neck. Oh yeah? Only back then? Sirius shook his head, bending to let their lips only just brush together. Any time. All the time. Do you know, it's been almost three months, Remus whispered, leaning in to press a soft, barely there kiss to Sirius's mouth. Three months since you told me that you wanted me. Two months since we kissed. I'm offended you think I could forget these things. Sirius's hands were warm as he pressed them under Remus's sweater and shirt against his back. Sirius let out an unsteady breath. I could never forget, Remus. Remus's chest felt too small. He pulled Sirius tighter to him. Baby. Sirius's smile was soft and cut off by his kiss, his fingers firm against Remus's jaw. I could kiss you forever, Sirius whispered. Do it, Remus replied, his voice sounding high to himself, turned on, and maybe in love. Remus gasped as Sirius pressed a kiss to his neck. Do it, Remus breathed. His hands wound through Sirius's hair and he kissed him. Remus forgot the night. Sirius's mouth was hot and it tasted like the cinnamon in the cider. He pressed his hands against Remus's lower back and held him close. I know we can't do much right now, Sirius said, but I want to kiss you. I want... I want to know you're with me even when I'm alone. Remus could barely breathe. He reached up, knuckles trailing along Sirius's cheek. I am with you. Sirius smiled down at him. Manlu, come here. Remus pulled Sirius down, bringing their mouths back together. Sirius leaned into it, sucking on Remus's lip for a moment before breaking to trail wet kisses down the side of Remus's neck. How much time do you think we have before people start wondering where we are? Not enough, Remus panted. Five minutes? Where the hell did this sweater come from? Like it? Sirius nipped at his bottom lip. I bought it for you. Sirius Black, Remus laughed, as Sirius cut him off with a kiss and it turned into a soft moan. Mm. Went shopping for me? Do anything for you. Remus pressed his fingers against Sirius's toned stomach, warm from the cashmere wool. New Year's, Remus said, I want to kiss you on New Year's. Sirius smiled into their next kiss. Hmm. At midnight. At midnight, Remus whispered. I think I can pull that off. Sirius pressed a few dragging slow kisses against Remus's lips. Close your eyes, Monlu. 
Remus smiled, head tilting back against the wall as he closed his eyes. Remus felt Sirius's hands take one of his own from beneath his sweater. All was still for a moment, and then there were lips on the inside of his wrist. Remus sucked in a breath, and then something cool was being wrapped around his wrist. Remus opened his eyes to see a simple watch. It was nothing like anything Sirius would have purchased for himself. Nothing flashy, not even all that shiny. A muted silver with a simple face and leather band. It ticked gently. Pants. Luke, Sirius said quietly. He unfastened it and flipped it around. Remus reached out and ran his fingers over the words engraved there. The words that would always be pressed against his skin. Mon vu. My wish, Sirius translated, although Remus had known. His voice had caught the moment he had read it. Sirius looked at Remus with open, silver eyes. Remus, for now, the words are only for you. But... Sirius fastened the watch around Remus's wrist once more and tapped the face of it. It's only a matter of time. I want... us. Sirius bit his lip for a moment, eyebrows drawing together, before he pressed a palm to Remus's neck, thumb stroking along his jaw. Re, please wait for me. I wasn't asking before. I never wanted you to feel like you were tied down to anything. But I'm asking now. Remus felt the press of tears behind his eyes. Instead of responding, he reached into his own back pocket, grasping something. Close your eyes, Remus rasped out. Sirius did so, dark eyelashes fanning out across his cheeks. Remus reached up and smoothed the stressed furrow on his forehead with his thumb and leaned up to press a kiss there. Remus withdrew the necklace and let the cool chain fall around Sirius's neck. Sirius opened his eyes, eyes darting down to the pendant. Twelve, he said. To anyone else, yes. Remus brushed his fingers over the fairly small numbers one and two resting beside each other. But one is silver and one is gold. I... Remus let out a slightly watery laugh. I don't know if it's that easy to understand, but... Half, Sirius whispered. Half is gold, half is silver. Half of twelve is... Sirius blinked and his eyes shone. Six. Remus nodded silently and then Sirius was kissing him again hard and desperate. You never had to ask, Remus said against his lips. I was always going to wait. Sirius's laugh was giddy and soft and he pulled Remus in around the waist and hugged him. They knew they would be missed and that the food would be put out soon, so Sirius brushed his fingers through Remus's hair and Remus smoothed Sirius's clothes. Oh, handsome, Remus said and took a breath. Okay, ready. Sirius just looked at him, face open and radiant. He raised his new necklace to his lips and kissed it. Then he tucked it into his shirt and opened the door, letting the sounds of the party back in. <laughs>